0: Good evening, welcome to the 84 million podcast. Um, It's been a little while since we put any episodes out, but I do promise that I'm working on getting folks lined up to um, come on and share uh, with us here. But without further ado, we clearly have a friend with us today, uh, Mr. Doge Cuban. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Um, You're known on Twitter primarily, you may be in other spaces. Um, But that's where I found you. And um, you're known as the Dogecoin legend, Litecoin ambassador, Bitcoin believer. And clearly you're not actually Mark Cuban. I'm a little disappointed. Um, I I thought he would be sitting here with me. I'm just joking. Um, But anyway, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming to the 84 million podcast.
1: Hey, no problem, man. It's, uh, It's good to be on here. This is actually my first podcast I've ever done. Um, well, I, I did something with, uh, somebody, um, like a year and a half ago or something, but it, it was never like about crypto or anything. It was just kind of like a general podcast. So this is going to be like something completely different I've never done before.
0: Yeah. And very good. And I can see your actual profile picture resembles the living man.
1: Yes, sir. Cause it, we I, never I ask... actually know. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I could be, uh, you know, I could, I, I could have been, I could have been anybody, but yeah. Um, that's just kind of like a. One of those AI generated, I paid like $3.99 for a whole bundle. And that was probably my
0: favorite one. Yeah, they look good. I I like the presentation (laughs) and I can see the resemblance. But seriously, when I, I don't, maybe this is true of all of us on Twitter. Most of us on Twitter, we don't know what people actually look like. But now we get to actually see people face to face. So sometimes it's surprising. Sometimes it's not. Either way, welcome. Glad you're here. Um, Seeing that we're a Litecoin podcast, but tonight... Doge Cuban is with us. We're going to shift that kind of towards Dogecoin tonight. So I guess this is going to be the most fun podcast we've ever had. Now with three episodes, there's not a whole lot to compete with. Um, but can you guarantee we will have the most fun we've ever had on the show?
1: Uh, absolutely. And I, I wore my Litecoin shirt tonight just for you.
0: Very nice. <laughs> that was released from the foundation. I
1: don't, or did I don't you find know, it somewhere I... online? I just found it somewhere on some website. I think it was like, uh, like Amazon or something like that.
0: It's a nice, it's a nice shirt. That's like the Supreme kind of look. I think they at the foundation. I think they had, they had one of those at one point, or maybe it was the Hodel in the Supreme kind of mm-hmm. interface. But either way, great shirt, very appropriate. And I have your friend here, um, Bitcoin, Litecoin, Doge, the wonderful Nakamoto oh. standard, uh, oh. on my on my shirt um, this evening. Um, but we're glad to talk about Doge. I think the Doge community is an interesting one. I think, um, you know, the relationship between Dogecoin and Litecoin is an interesting one. So we're going to get into it. Um, oh. As always, these are non-scripted. I have some questions we're going to share, you know, kind of ad lib and see where it goes. Um, neither of us are professionals. We don't offer any kind of advice. We just share based on what we're currently feeling. Um And hopefully this will serve as a resource for future folks who will tune in tomorrow when this is published or at some point in the future that they can learn a little bit about Litecoin and Dogecoin. So, uh, let's see, Dogecoin, what is to love about it?
1: Well, I mean, it's, I, I, what I love about the most is like, um, like whenever you first get into it, whenever you first look into it, it's, it's not a whole lot of like tech heads. There's not a lot of people who are, um, you know, well, well-educated in the in the crypto space, so so to speak, it's a lot of common people, and um, I think that's where it, it was like most relatable to uh, you know the normal person. You know, you, you go and talk to anybody on the street you go into crypto. A lot of the times, the first thing they're going to say is uh, they bought they bought the Doge So So um, that's kind of what what kind of drove me to the space. Is just it, it just seemed like a um, like a collective of just regular everyday people. And um, I think that's, you know, one of the most important foundations of Dogecoin is just the introduction from Doge to, you know, the rest of the crypto space.
0: And how would you describe Dogecoin to someone else? Or what would you like? What are some basics you share um, with someone who may not know about Dogecoin um, or what led you into it?
1: So um, I also just kind of bought it as a joke back in like uh, like 2020 mm-hmm. 2019 around there uh, threw a couple hundred bucks in it just because why not you know and it turned out to be this 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 big thing and, and it uh, led me to look into it so to um, you know the, the normal everyday person who asked me what it is after you get past the part where you know it's a funny little dog you break it down to them and um, you, I always describe it as just a, a digital peer-to-peer Uh, currency where you can make a um you can you can make a first person or um you can make a transaction without the need of a third party and you don't have to be face to face so and that's kind of how i introduce it to somebody um who doesn't know anything
0: do you find that people take you up on it in real Uh, life versus twitter uh,
1: so yes and no um most people were kind of just like, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're, everyone's kind of going to be standoffish of it just because uh, it's something new and it's something that uh, they're not really used to. Um, some people have taken, taken me up on it. You know, they, they've kind of looked into it a little bit more, but most of them just kind of write it off. You know, it's just a, it's just a funny yellow dog joke, you know? Uh, but I don't, I don't think it's, you uh, I, I do think it is kind of overlooked when it comes to the uh the whole joke aspect of it because at the end of the day it is actual it can be actually used as a serious currency.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting because it was created. Um I was aware of it a little bit before you. Um I don't know if I was aware of it like launch year, but kind of twenty fifteen, fourteen. No, probably before that. I think I knew about it back whenever they did the NAS. I think they sponsored a NASCAR at one point, um, several years ago, but I just knew about it as it's a cryptocurrency. It's like a tip. It's a tip currency. So there's Bitcoin, there's Litecoin, And now we have Dogecoin if we want to be kind of have some levity and send folks tips on message boards or whatever. And that's kind of how I always, uh, thought of it Uh, a few years ago. I didn't in fact, take it all that seriously. Um, and indeed, it was intended to be a joke, yet, and even our first guest, who's a wonderful guy, uh, David Burkett, not a super big fan of Dogecoin, um, but we we both agreed it's persisted since its launch.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. still
0: here. It's obviously more known now than ever before. Um, yet this was this inconsequential joke coin with a dog on it. Um, So I've come to change my mind on Doge over the years, and maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, So you kind of just stumbled into this. um, Where did you hear about Dogecoin?
1: Um, Honestly, Robinhood. I mean, I think that's where a lot of people kind of heard about it first is Mm -hmm. is Robinhood. Um, Robinhood was the first, like, it it was the most popular uh, app that people used to trade stocks, Mm -hmm. um, at least where I'm from. And they they put the cryptocurrencies on there, and there's this there's this weird one on there, and uh, no one really knows what it is. It's it's and it's Doge, um, and you're looking at it, and you're like, you know, it, it's what point zero zero two of a cent. You know, it's kind of just like oh, you can you can own a whole bunch for for a little. Um, I I remember. On my way to work one day and i was looking mm-hmm. at it and i called my buddy up and i said you know what is this dodge thing on my you know what is this and uh he's like oh it's, it's dogecoin it, it started as a joke yada, yada, yada it's cryptocurrency and that's kind of why i first heard about it and then didn't think much about it from there up until you know um early 2021 going into 21 whenever it first started kind of taking getting mm-hmm. its legs underneath it mm-hmm.
0: Very good. Yeah. It's, and that's another thing you mentioned, the pronunciations, and there's been an argument on, you know, how do we actually say this? <laughs> I had a, I was eating dinner with someone several years ago, and uh, we were in California at the time. And like, oh, did you see what happened to Coin? It's up thousands of percent. <laughs> and that was when it was fractions of a penny, but it's always right. had extreme movements. But I think, um, you know, it, it's certainly gotten legs the past few years with the Elon phenomenon.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: um that's certainly fascinating um and it's it's withstood it at the same time and i think i think there's a a bright future for dogecoin to be fair again i've changed my mind over the course of time from discovery kind of recognition to seeing how it operates in the world or how it may operate in the world going forward if we truly want a decentralized future and if we are able to have a free monetary system based on certain cryptocurrencies and certain, uh, consensus, um, uh, and, and code. I'll pause there. We'll, we'll get, we'll get back to that. Um, so we've talked about why you love Dogecoin, how you got to Dogecoin. Um, I think something that is interesting to me is the relationship between Litecoin and Dogecoin. So Litecoin um, created by Charlie in 2011 was a or was and is a script or s-script mined cryptocurrency, right? Um, Few people, uh, well, probably our show Litecoiners would know this, but not everybody knows that Dogecoin is, of course, a version or a fork of Litecoin, right? Uh, Albeit with some change in the code. which means it, it does not have, there's 21 million Bitcoin, there's 81 million Litecoin. There is right. no cap on Dogecoin. Um, but anyway, it's S-Script mined. Um, I think it's, it's a fascinating thing to consider that Dogecoin serves as what it has been referred to as a tail emission for Litecoin when the final mi- uh, Litecoin is actually mined. Uh, down in the distant future uh what's your opinion on on script or just the relationship between dogecoin and litecoin and um do you find that people even know about that relationship
1: yeah so um i mean it took me it took me uh, a little over a year to really even look into litecoin uh you know it, it's kind of just um when it, whenever you kind of go in doge first and then you start expanding your horizons um i, I won't lie to you, whenever i first looked into litecoin I, I just thought it was this old dated cryptocurrency um didn't know its purpose or anything like that Um uh, so i if if anything um you know you, you always hear about miners you selling either or, or holding either or um i always thought you know if i if i ever mind um doge and litecoin i probably just sell my litecoin you know i didn't think about it as, as, as more than just uh you know just a, a merge mine coin um it wasn't until the bear market really you know sank in that i started looking more into litecoin and the correlation between litecoin and dogecoin um, and they kind of have a symbiotic relationship and the fact that they both have been around this whole time uh, is, is really important to note because, um, you know, what I thought was just, you know, some old, old cryptocurrency, that's actually a key factor into it. It is an old cryptocurrency. Why is it still here? Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, moving forward, if we want to have a free, open, decentralized economy, um, got to have choice in, in your market makers and this is where like this is kind of where like if i if i talk to like a bitcoin maximalist this is where their argument would fall, fall apart because if you're if you're just centralized on uh bitcoin does not kind of centralize the market and the whole the whole group the whole point of it is for decentralization um and then you have your, your Dogecoin, your Litecoin, and, and they use completely different mining a- algorithm. Um, so they're not necessarily competing and in, in, in for, uh, for space for, for Bitcoin. Uh, but I, I think of Litecoin as sort of a, a good buffer, you know, somewhere for your, because uh, we're going to see some volatility in the market uh especially if dogecoin if if, you know whatever elon has planned for it happens and and xyz happens uh this is all speculation of course but litecoin would be the best uh sort of cushion for that volatility you know when you have those below off the top events and stuff like that swapping into litecoin could be um a good option um but kind of going back to when I started to look into Litecoin during mm-hmm. the bear market, uh, you know, you look at Litecoin, once it hit the bottom, I think it was in June of 22 or so, it, it never saw those lows again where you were having lows from Bitcoin because of FTX and and, and, and you know, Litecoin held strong. It held strong through everything. So that's kind of what drew me to it. Um, I started, you know, throwing you know, $5 here, $5 there, just to see what happens. And it just kind of, it really impressed me with how well it was able to hold its own once it hit that bottom mark. And, you know, Dogecoin did, you know, fairly well once it hit that bottom, although it's, you know, it's, it is down significantly, but when it hit, once it hit that bottom in June, uh, it, it was, it was able to maintain a price above that bottom where Bitcoin was falling below, Uh And Litecoin did the same thing, but better. And that's kind of what made me uh, kind of a Litecoin believer and made me kind of, you know, lean more towards believing in what its abilities and looking into it and what it's capable of.
0: Yeah, I think Litecoin can be overlooked. I think um, fewer people are overlooking it now, although people do still overlook it despite its history and track record and the new privacy pe- features that are available on it. Um, of course, you have the Maximals, which are really hard-nosed um, to anything not Bitcoin, um, despite concessions into second layers and, and all sorts of other trusted situations. Um, but I think Litecoin's time... In many ways, you can already say it's time has already come because of so much has happened in it. The community has only grown. um, The use cases have grown. The hash rate's going up. I mean, it's so many different metrics other than a price on a ticker, um, you know, has expanded and grown, you know. Um, And I think that's interesting, um, you know, in terms of which of the big coins, Dogecoin, I would say, with market cap, you know, it's, it's a big coin, you know, after Elon and, you know, yeah. shot up, what was the high of fifties, sixties? I
1: think it was like 75 cents. Maybe it
0: was 75. I don't, I, I, don't, I think
1: it, it might've been like a short wick, but I think it, I think it hit 75 cents.
0: It, and it may have, and unfortunately I don't remember, but I remember it was very impressive because it was sub penny. And then it mm-hmm. went. you know, it, it was significant. So a lot of the market cap, uh, well, it, it increased in market cap. Dropped yeah. in terms of ranking, um, so that's a big coin. That's a top coin in my in my view, and I think most would agree with me uh, if you're basing it on market cap. Um, and then you have Bitcoin had done that, you know, po- above sixty thousand, etc. And then Litecoin, you know, that's the one I'll call them blue chip uh, if we want to use the traditional kind of stock language. The one blue chip crypto, if you will, that has not done that move yet so again i kind of can cringe with price predictions because so many times we're wrong however i do think uh litecoin from what i can tell is winding up um to increase to possibly four digits i think that's an inevitability i will not put a date on it too many of us have and (laughs) it doesn't always work out but i think there's a bright future for Doge as well as as litecoin um but yeah, I think there's something really, really significant about both of them, their relationship, um, them having been overlooked, not so much Dogecoin anymore, but Litecoin to a degree yet. And I think um, it's just a matter of time until that until that changes. Um, let's get back to Dogecoin, just in case there's any Litecoiners who don't know or you're new to this whole community and you just stumbled upon this content or was share with you whatever your story is. Uh, who created... Do we, do we have a creator for Dogecoin? I know Charlie Lee created Litecoin. He's a public face. Um, we hear about him from time to time. He's on Twitter. He'll be at the Litecoin Summit. Who created Dogecoin? Do we know?
1: So it was, uh, it was a couple of software engineers, uh, Billy Marcus and um, oh, Jackson Palmer. And uh, th- th- it's kind of funny how, how it started. It just started kind of as a joke. But I think in a way that kind of aided it in the future because it made it one of the fairest launches you can get in crypto. If you think about it, it, it being started as a joke is um, it's a pretty fair launch. If you, you know, if no one believed in it to begin with, not even the creators believed in it, then I think in a way it's a, it's a bonus if you, if you look at it in, the, in terms of decentralization.
0: Can you explain the launch for me, for all of us?
1: what they they created uh how
0: it was distributed was it pre-mined did there was there certain uh, batches of people that got boatloads of them how did it work i mean i know it's proof of work i know it's a script so obviously a mining algorithm you have to add resources to get them but
1: you know i I don't i don't know all the facts about it but from what from what billia said um you know it it seemed like it was a joke it was created there was no pre-launch no pre-mine um which Again, that goes into helping it for uh, you know, later decentralization purposes, and um, he, I, I think he said he created in thirty minutes in his underwear, and <laughs> it, it's basically, it's basically just like eighty percent Bitcoin code with a dog on it, and that's generally the story. And then it was used as a tipping currency. That's that's about the extent of it.
0: Well, it's Litecoin code, which is Bitcoin code. We have to make that distinction. Uh, (laughs) Very good. It's all
1: Bitcoin code at the end of the day. (laughs) This
0: is true. And it was created by, as you said, Billy Marcus and Jackson Palmer in 2013. Um, It was created to be a a meme coin. Yeah. And for for online tipping, Um, it's interesting. You know, if we look at um, kind of the block zero messages, um, if we look at the block zero message for Bitcoin, It was about the chancellor on the brink of a bailout, you know, kind of uh, appropriate impression in its time as a warning of the financial systems, you know, on the edge here. And here's our alternative. That was the Bitcoin kind of Genesis block inscription. And then you have something when Litecoin came out. It was uh, Steve Jobs, Apple's visionary, dies at 56. And uh, that was their block zero message. Is there a block zero message for Dogecoin? (laughs) And it must be very significant if it is.
1: It was it was like Nintendo something. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. It was like it, it wasn't it wasn't some kind of cool message or anything. It was like Nintendo something.
0: Yeah, it I think it was N- Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. It Nintendo. wasn't even you know it was kind of like a variant of Nintendo. If you ever <laughs> want to go, you can look up these wonderful uh, you know artifacts of history and code. Um, on like a blockchain explorer, you can go and look at the Coinbase data, and it, indeed, it is Nintendo. N i n t o n d o. So highly wow. significant, but I think that's beautiful. That's like perfect. <laughs> like Dogecoin's genesis block message is Nintendo. Like you, you can't get any better than that. <laughs> and and I think that maybe is why. I mean, we're laughing about this now. It really does actually kind of bring this sort of fun and and I don't know. I'm not going to call it joy. We don't have like resounding joy with 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 our our um our dogecoin, but there's something really fun and light about it. And I think Elon's talked a lot about that and and I think that really has been a part of its story um since the beginning. Um so I think that's really really interesting. And of course, they're the first meme coin, right? The Shiba, you know, the Shibes were the was the community of folks that what do you do you still go by Shibes or is it like the know, Dogecoin community? What is it in 2023? <laughs> Again, I'm not historically a part of that group, but I was aware of it kind of on the periphery, and um, it's that's uh, gone through iterations too.
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of a collection of you know just a bunch of internet nerds and, and regular people. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I guess they still go by Sheebs or, or whatever. I, I I'm kind of I'm kind of here and there. Um, I don't I don't really. I look at myself as a, like a collective of, of the whole the whole crypto picture, mm-hmm. you know, not not necessarily just, you know, Dogecoin centric army, you know, although I was part of that. And again, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier about it being a lot of regular people, um, a lot of like-minded regular people who, who were just looking for a chance, you know, mm-hmm. just looking for a chance to get out of the system. Uh, that was what Dogecoin army was to me at least. Uh, and it, it does kind of evolve over time. And I think that comes and goes with the market, of course. And I, I, it's, it's probably like that all over the board. Um, but what you really see, you know, this deep into a bear market or or wherever you're at, or wherever, wherever we are at, I don't know if we're in a bear market or where, what we are in. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Many would say we are, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I would say we're probably still in a bear market. But, you know, wh- what you're seeing a lot of is, is people – who are like the aftermath of the pump. And these are people who actually believe in it,
0: you yeah. know, yeah,
1: you, you know, some would call them bag holders or whatever, but these are the people who, who see the bigger picture. Um, so I, I think a, a lot of people that were, would say they're still in the Doge army. These are, these are people who, who see the bigger picture. You know, they, they see it as more than just um, the next scam coin that, that that's floating around. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they see the difference between, a coin and a token so I think that's that, that's kind of where, where they are right now uh, and I think that's really important for especially for the, the normal people but mm-hmm. the normal people that um, I, was, I was referring to earlier that that you've run into in the doge army once these normal people start realizing the difference between this is a gamble token this is a coin this is this is currency this is Chuck E. Cheese token
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, once you have your general population, understanding that, that's when you start to see the real shift. And, and that's kind of where Doge Army is right now, is they're starting to, um, now you still have your degenerate campers, no matter where you're at. But I see a lot of the core people in that community are kind of shifting more towards, okay, look, this is a currency, let's see how we can build on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and that's interesting. Um, I agree with you on a few points one that yes we're in more of a definitely a depressed environment i mean you and i aren't we're, we're having a great conversation to, in the depths of a bear market <laughs> regardless of if that changes in the coming months or maybe a year or more um but i would agree though it can be really uh, crickets um in yeah. our communities right now even with the believers right it can just get really quiet um, we can feel engagement on twitter it's like you know all the air has been sucked out of the room and uh disappointment you know for whatever reason but i do think those who are here are worth paying attention to uh because they're still here they're not going to be you know okay. fair weather as you say bag holders exiting the moment the price pops i'm not saying there's anything wrong with selling but i'm i am saying there's a difference in personality with those who stay and weather all these storms and continue to work and build and create within the environments um versus, you know, those who just hop on when times are good, you know. Yeah. Um, another thing, is you mentioned, between tokens and cryptocurrency, I think that is a big distinction. And I, I I don't know if everyone in the, you know, normal people world or whatever we want to call them. I'm a normal person, by the way, but I guess non-crypto people right. that, that aren't so inclined to, you know, go and read about these things or read white papers or test exchanges and get coins and trade with friends and whatever we tend to find fascinating um you know they might hear of you know the shiva inu the floki coin the the, the variants of maybe a dogecoin and think they're all the same when clearly they're not um can we go into that uh what are some other uh doge-like tokens and how are they different how would you differentiate them
1: uh i mean as far as the tokens go they're just about all the same but um a lot of them just ripping off either Elon or, or the dog or, or any, anything like that. And, you know, it, and that's just because there, there's a lot of hype behind Dogecoin because, uh, you know, you got the backing of Elon behind it. Uh, and, and Elon's not, not backing it just because it's always oh, it's funny. Uh, it's, it's an actual coin where a lot of these, uh, these tokens are just uh, their they're code running off of, the Ethereum blockchain or the, the Binance finance coins mm-hmm. uh, whatever chain, and they're not actual they're not actual blockchains. Um, so the, these other tokens they, they rely on liquidity pools that have to balance a certain amount of tokens versus a certain amount of the native token, whether it's commonly BNB or or Ethereum, whereas um, you know, Dogecoin, you, you don't have to worry about that because it is its own its own chain. Um, which that doesn't mean someone couldn't just come up with a chain and, and, it, and it not be kind of like a token. But um, the, these these tokens, they they literally just kind of feed off of that hype. And what's what's most frustrating is. You want to kind of you want to see new people getting into the space, but you don't want to see them getting scammed. And you don't want you don't want them to see the uh, the dreaded 99, negative 99 percent. But that's normally what happens when people get involved in these, uh, these tokens.
0: Yeah, I would agree. They're not they're not all the same. Um, I won't repeat what you said. I think you said it well, um, Dogecoin, to remind people, it, it is a fairly launched cryptocurrency its own independent chain you can download a wallet you can run a node you can mine it um
1: my favorite it's country. an
0: it's an independent entity granted it is merged mine with litecoin um but so they're jointed in that regard but it's an independent standalone cryptocurrency if binance shuts down if ethereum it doesn't matter what binance or ethereum or bitcoin does dogecoin is still dogecoin standing
1: Exactly. It doesn't matter. So if Ethereum goes up, that goes down, it doesn't matter. I mean normally two and two kind of correlate, you know, depending on what Bitcoin's doing. But you have a you have Ethereum going down, it doesn't matter if Bitcoin or I'm sorry. I
0: mean forward. if it went offline. Like if, if there was oh, some like yeah. they yeah. upgrade to the next, you know the next iteration of Ethereum code and it goes dreadfully wrong, which I don't right. likely think that's very likely, but just as an example you know if one of these other prominent chains literally you know like salonified it <laughs> was just offline or paused or whatever like right doge doesn't care doge is an independent exactly. chain on its own right despite the entire other cryptocurrency space
1: yeah and you, no one's gonna no one's halting dogecoin you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I, I seen that. I think it was I think it was over the summer last year where where the Binance chain had to be halted or something similar to that. It, it um, and you just saw these tokens just start crashing, mm-hmm. and that's because they're reliant so heavily on the on the Binance smart chain.
0: Yeah, they're built on top of it, and yeah. um, maybe one day you'll have. Uh, this is actually something that's happening now with Bitcoin and Litecoin with these LTC twenty tokens and BRC twenty tokens, which is really. Quite interesting, and that came through the route of ordinals. Um, I don't know a ton about it, but I'm seeing where it's going. And for for Litecoin, for example, we already had a second layer called OmniLite where you can launch tokens. Um, this is a little bit different than that, but um, I hope to have a guest on shortly to talk about that. I'm in conversations with him, uh, so hopefully we can unpack that uh, in the near future. Um, but yeah, Dogecoin is its own, although maybe one day you'll have the coins on top of it. Um, that's, again, a little bit of a side note, but that's what Ethereum is. That's what these coins are. The base layer is Ethereum, and then the ERC20 token is on top of it. Or you have the Binance Smart Chain or Binance. And then uh, on top of it, you have the um, the Binance based tokens. Um, but ultimately if something happened to the base all those tokens are, are gone or ineffective you can't move them um you know major problems not to mention they're they're issued you may be able to have sophisticated code of some emission protocol but i most of them aren't they're kind of like here's my max supply hit enter bam they're created you yeah. know so it's just totally different i hope we're making it clear that dogecoin is a fully independent chain um that runs and uh, it's, a, it's an entire blockchain. It's not based upon uh, any other parent chain. Granted, like I said, it is merged with Litecoin, so the miners get both. But it's an independent cryptocurrency uh, that stands alone. Um, do you know about any sort of like developments in for Dogecoin or, you know, what's being done with the chain? I've, I've heard criticisms that it hasn't really been updated and it's ro- like running an older version of Bitcoin. Um, so it could use some updating, I've heard, although I believe they've patched some things uh, in maybe the last year or so. Um, but do you know of any developments coming to to Dogecoin uh, or anything on the horizon?
1: Not that I can think off the top of my head. I don't really uh, keep up too much with the developers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to kind of, you know, keep tabs on a little bit, but I really kind of let that kind of fall to the wayside. The last thing I re- was really looking into uh, that I thought was interesting, and I think they did this with Bitcoin back in the day as well, but the uh, Radio Doge, where okay. they they sent a transaction over radio signal instead of the, uh, you know, your t- traditional internet. So
0: Interesting. I didn't know about I that. Thought,
1: I thought that was uh, uh, really interesting it, and that could be really helpful, you know, for you know, remote parts of the world as well if you wanted to transact in Doge. So again, I, I'm not very, you know, I'm not super knowledgeable on the subject or anything like that, but I did hear about the radio Doge transactions. So that was, I think that's something like that future wise can be really promising.
0: Interesting. I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. Interesting concept. I'd, I'd be interested to look that up. Um, in terms of Elon, do you, what do you, what do you think he's up to?
1: Um, I think he's got something planned. I think he's got something, some, something planned with uh Twitter. He's definitely going to integrate Dogecoin tips. Eventually one of these, one of these days it's, it's a matter of time. Um, uh, and, and that's the one thing that's really, you know, I, I think Doge could do well on its own palette. Elon, it, uh, Elon is kind of just hyper speeding the progress on Dogecoin though. And, and uh, as much as I love Dogecoin, I, I have to admit that Elon is just kind of taking this thing and running with it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he will integrate Dogecoin tips on, on Twitter. I think he will um, integrate payments somehow. I think he's going to do something with... I, I read something about integrating eToro into it and trading trading crypto on there. Um, I think Doge is going to be really big on Twitter. I think it's going to be huge. And then uh, as far as his other companies, foreign company is already accepting it for uh, the tunnels. And I, I see it being used at Twitter, or I'm, I'm sorry, on uh, the Tesla website for some merch. I think once they kind of see more results from, from that, I think they will in, implement it for their vehicles later on, just like how they did with Bitcoin. Uh, you know, again, I, I, I'm not going to send any time samples on this, but this is why I'm, you know, this is, this is what I think of what Elon's up to. I think he's got a lot on his plate. It's not going to happen overnight. It might not happen this year. It might not happen next year or the year after. But something will happen eventually. Um, so I, I don't know what he has up, up his sleeve, but I, I know it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. And the boring company, perhaps, could uh, you could buy a flamethrower if he ever revisits that with Dogecoin. <laughs> um, yeah, he likes to have fun. Um, interesting interesting person. Um, I think it's it's... It's significant that he he has maintained his interest in doge he didn't super pump it and let it go like he's consistently promoting it like consistently and i admire him actually for that because initially we're kind of like "Ah, where'd this come from maybe it's just an act or some statement when it's like his consistency and he says kids were mining it like there's there's more he's I don't think he's going to be walking away from Doge. I would agree that I think he has a lot more uh, that he wants to... Again, he doesn't control it. Uh, He doesn't. But there's a fascination he has with it, and I believe he will continue to create around it or with it and integrate it into, for example, Twitter. And, of course, we were all aware of the Twitter bird being uh, replaced by uh, the wonderful uh, Shiva mascot for... I don't know if it was a day or a few hours, but I remember screenshotting it.
1: Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a couple of days, and then it yeah. got it got taken off of there. Yeah, then, yeah. It, yeah, it was. it was. It was great. I loved it. You know, it's. Mm. But I I think um, Elon knows how big of a public figure he is. He knows mm-hmm. how how. Uh, no matter what he says, it's going to be blown up, you know, blown out of proportion in the spotlight. Everything. So for him to come out and kind of talk about Dogecoin what uh, was really awesome to see because you know, he had to have really thought about it. You know, he's not gonna come out and just endorse any shitcoin. Mm-hmm. excuse my language. Yeah. But um he's not gonna come out and just endorse anything. He had to really, you know, put it put his put his brain power behind, you know, should I should I talk about this? And he and he endorses it. So he obviously sees something in, in Dogecoin that, you know, I think a lot of people are overlooking as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you could be confident in it. If if he can be confident in it. Exactly. Knowing that his energy will draw more to it and it will be able to withstand it. Yeah. Um that's that's a pretty big deal. Um I don't know the man. <laughs> so, very good. Um we like that you've been outspoken in favor of Litecoin. I think the community generally appreciates this. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know if you always were tweeting about Litecoin. Yeah. I think at the beginning maybe you were pure Doge Army stuff.
1: Yeah, it was all it was all it was all Doge. Um, twenty one, and, and two thousand twenty one is really when I got into crypto. Yeah, and I, I I wasn't you know I wasn't really much of uh, like a like a big advocate for you know self custody and, and uh, privacy and stuff like that as I am now. I was more of, you know, let's just see the number go up. But, um, you know, more fundamental as you learn, um, you start to really learn what you're actually holding. It it just makes the ride all that much better because you know where it's going to end up. But um, I didn't get into Litecoin until over the summer last year, 2022. Um, And I just started looking into it. A little bit here and there you know i work a full-time job so it's not like i can dedicate like hours on my day research so i would uh you know just research a little bit here and there and the more i looked into it the more it made sense and the more i kind of uh, shifted more of my strategy towards litecoin uh the better off i seemed like i was doing so it, it just for me, it felt less risky than anything else I was seeing. And it ended up, it, it was significantly less risky than, than most of whatever everything else was doing. Uh, so I have kind of shifted my position more towards uh, Litecoin just because I, I've seen it, what it can do. Um, I've looked into it. It's basically uh, Bitcoin 2.0. And if you look at Bitcoin, you look at Litecoin, you compare the two. Litecoin is uh, it does everything Bitcoin does but better mm-hmm. and you you can't you can't deny that um, so I mean it's a great store of value it's a great for for transactions um, arguably layer one and uh, Litecoin and dogecoin are they they' you know they both have their pros and cons but they're both very great for micro transactions, where Litecoin is is basically nothing of a fee. What is it? Point zero zero one, where you know Dogecoin it, it can be a half of a cent, a cent or so, which really isn't bad if you compare it with you know most of whatever else you're seeing in the market. Um, so once I kind of learned about Litecoin a little bit more, I learned about the, the the transactions and and is what four times faster than bitcoin as far as the you know layer one mm-hmm. um, and then you always hear about the the fabled uh lightning network
0: mm-hmm.
1: and once you kind of learn that everything you do on bitcoin can be done on litecoin you kind of r- realize that litecoin is uh in my opinion it's it's one of the most undervalued assets on, on that you that we're seeing today mm-hmm. um, Comparably to where it's been at previous market or previous um, years and everything, it's always been uh, one of the pe- one of the top coins out there. So it's, in my opinion, I think it's bound to kind of move, make a move towards um, being the top coin. It's it's a it's a good com- competitor for a lot of um, other layer one options, other coins and, and tokens out there.
0: I think so. Um... You know bitcoin is has its place in the world it's um i don't think it's the end all be all but i do think it's the reserve currency and it's strong for a reason and i i like bitcoin i like the origins of bitcoin i think a lot of the community lately i haven't liked as much um but uh, bitcoin is an important part of uh of the world um litecoin of course i'm i'm mostly attracted to and of course even with dogecoin um the the bitcoin litecoin dogecoin nakamoto triad uh mm-hmm. or the nakamoto standard indigo Nak- nakamoto as referred to as that uh nakamoto standard.com is uh, kind of articulates that at least uh, from one voice namely my own um you know i i think there's something special about those three working together but they're all based on bitcoin they're they're all um you know um, subsequent to that nakamoto code consensus protocol Um, and i think um, all three of them will need to be if we can again i think libertarian can get criticized for libertarians or libertarian economics can get criticized for kind of a lack of real world examples and everything works out in a theory there's a fair argument to that, but I do think a lot has proven already between Bitcoin, Litecoin and Doge of how it functions in the world and what it's capable of. I don't think that Bitcoin alone is capable of facilitating the world's transactions. It's just not uh, even with layer two. But a Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin with their supply variances, you get a lot closer to realizing that um, on chain, definitely way more on chain uh, capability with the three coins in tandem. Uh, and then you could also add some layer twos to that. Um, I'd like to have Indigo Nakamoto actually come on the show in the future and kind of unpack some of these ideas. Uh, I've talked to him about it. Um, but uh, what do you, what are your thoughts on the Bitcoin, Litecoin, Doge connection, or this idea of a Nakamoto standard over, for example, a Bitcoin standard?
1: So I, I, I j- j- just what you said right there. Bitcoin's not going to be able to hold handle everything even, you know, you've got all these layer twos unpacked on top of it. I love Bitcoin. Um, I think in the bear market, the best thing you can hold is Bitcoin. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, say what whatever I, I buy or anything, but like, I've been uh, kind of leaning more towards Bitcoin in this bear market. If you look at it it holds up well, um, you know, I, I, I think, Bitcoin is the uh, it's the granddad It's why everything's going to be built on top of, uh, but it's not going to be able to handle everything. And what's the what's the next best thing you can do or better. And then you switch over. And you look, we have a whole nother mining algorithm here for for Dogecoin and Litecoin. They are Bitcoin code. Uh, so they're the same. You know, I, I think I think Bitcoin's a work of genius. and. Uh, now you have dogecoin and litecoin and it's the same stroke of genius just on a different mining algorithm different just different parameters and everything um so those those three are are going to be the it, it's going to be the most bitcoin like you can get for anything uh and if you look at what regulators are talking about um i, I think in terms of regulation and what's to come Bitcoin and, and uh, Bitcoin-like chains are going to be the most unaffected by any kind of drawbacks in the market when it comes to regulation in the cryptocurrency atmosphere. That's kind of why I lean t- more towards the proof-of-work uh, Nakamoto standard, as, as we would say, uh, versus the, you know, the proof-of-stake coins here, uh, Cardano, Ethereum, uh, Binance, those are all proof of stake. And mm-hmm. I think those coins are going to be hit hardest by the regulators. And that's kind of why I've been leaning more towards Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogecoin. They're all fairly launched, they're all uh, decentralized currencies. Um, I think what Litecoin just got labeled as a digital asset not too long ago.
0: Yeah, it was. Yes, correct. By one of the federal. Um... Yeah. Agencies, you
1: yeah. it is. And, you know, there's an arguable case for for Dogecoin in there. Um, you know, people argue the supply and everything. My argument is, you know, a commodity doesn't always have to have a limited supply. But that's a conversation for another day. Um, but as far as the Nakamoto standard, I feel like it's it's going to be the future. I could be wrong. It's all speculation at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but just from what I've seen, it's, it's going to be the most consistent in the future.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so as the, the, the previous uh, in previous times, we've had a gold standard, but I argue it was never actually just a gold standard. It was right. bimetallism, but really actually more than bimetallism. The bimetallism would have been in the American environment, the, the silver uh, argument over the gold argument. So, you had gold, which was the king, right? World reserve currency, but you also had in tandem silver, copper, you know, we'll go- stick with those two. So, it was never, even under a gold standard, it wasn't actually just a gold standard, it was a gold, silver, and to a lesser degree, copper standard. Of course, from what we are aware of and what is generally accepted, it was based on scarcity. Gold was the most scarce. Copper, for example, is the least scarce or least valuable. And so there's your valuations. So I see something similar with a Bitcoin, Litecoin, Doge. Bitcoin, 21 million. There will never be more than. There will never be more than 84 million Litecoin. And there will never be a limit on Dogecoin. Um, However, interesting. So there is a criticism. And one of my issues early on, because I had Bitcoin and Litecoin, was Doge. There's something wrong because we don't have a supply cap. However, if you look at it, seeing that it's a non-arbitrary issuance of new coins, it's still very rule-based, right? And um, so the amount of newly minted Doge over time versus the total supply of Doge over time will become negligible to the point of not feeling any ripple in the pond, so to say. So I think that's actually pretty neat if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I think uh, gold, gold, silver, copper was one day, and I think now we have the opportunity for Bitcoin like CoinDoge, and it can act very similarly, and it is very commodity-like, like the former standard, just digital, um, seeing that it's decentralized and you need work to access these things. Um, but I'll leave it at that. Um, I appreciate your thoughts on that. Um, maybe we'll land the plane here shortly. Um, I did put out a Q and a, I don't think I gave enough time and enough hints that you were coming on the show. So, um, I have one, one, uh, question for you and then we'll just maybe open it up for some final statements. Um, or if you want to talk about anything else before we sign off. Um, but you recently tweeted when Bitcoin is reaching all time highs again, all of these little shit tokens, uh, will be gasping for air yes. plan accordingly. So what's your, you kind of alluded to this already, but either way, it's a valid question. Outlook on altcoins. Unpack this tweet for us.
1: Oh, yes. So, um, they're, they're a gamble. It's, it's, it's playing the lottery is, is what it is. You're, you're playing the lottery every time you get involved with these. And, and at the end of the day, they all do the same thing. Every single one of these, these tokens that come out, they all do the same thing. They, 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 they all have the same pattern. They pump and then they, they all fall against Bitcoin. So, you might have a, a, a big pump here or there. You might have, and here's the thing: at the end of the day, you're going to hear about the success stories. You're not going to hear about the the people who are bag holding and, and losing all their money on on this on, on these scams. Um, so, so the the money making stories is what really draws people in there. But at, at the end of the day, it's all going to fall to Bitcoin. Everything, if you look at a, you know whatever to btc it all falls against bitcoin uh, so you got all these you got all these different token communities that you'll see all the time on twitter mm-hmm. and they're, they're they're saying the same thing um after their big pump or whatever they're going oh it's, it's a bear market it's a bear market we're we're going to see the light after this next bull market and yeah it might pump but it's never going to be the same it's never going to rise against Bitcoin like how it did in the past. So they can have all the fun they want right now and take all the all the gamble and the risk. I don't blame them. You know, there's a lot there. You know, there is some people who are going to uh, be able to use other people's exit liquidity. So um, they're they're taking that kind of risk. But the, the people who are who are believing in these projects is the the real victims of it. So that's kind of what I meant by um once bitcoin is really taking off and seeing these all-time highs no one's going to give a no one's going to give a damn about um stupid whatever token out there safe anything moon whatever dog whatever it doesn't matter um these these tokens are are not going to go anywhere compared to what Bitcoin's going to do in the
0: future indeed um, anything you want to lead uh, or leave us here as we kind of end the conversation um, and and close the podcast here?
1: If I had to make one exit one exit little statement here, uh, I, I would say that the most important thing right now is to kind of look into Bitcoin, Dogecoin, Litecoin, uh, whatever you got to start with. Look into something. Um, every day a major bank fails every day you're, you're seeing insolvencies. Uh, I'm not saying this is the answer or this is, this is the, 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 the great escape or anything like that, but it is an alternative. And, um, if you're will weather, the storms, it could be a good alternative. It's not for everybody. And I would never tell anybody to invest, um, anytime I, I. Someone asked me about my T-shirts, my my Litecoin, my Dogecoin, my Bitcoin. You know, anytime anybody asked me about it, I I I never you know suggest that they should put any money into it. I just kind of here's the education, here's the facts around it, and you make your own decisions. You're a grown adult. Um, a lot of people are unaware to what banks really are are doing with your money. Uh, a lot of people think that. Their, their money is just sitting at some bolt and bank that's not, you know, it's fractionalized um, and, and it has to collapse one day. I hope it's slow. It looks like it's going to be slow, but it's never been a more important time to look into alternate um, stores of value other than the U.S. dollar
0: here here okay well where can we find you uh i know i found you on twitter at dogecoin cuban or doge cuban uh any other platforms you want to share any links any websites anything you want to say
1: uh pretty much just on twitter right now but i uh once i get my own place right now it's kind of kind of in between but you know once i i do get a get a house and uh get, get established and everything get my webcam back up i'm not you know Recording on my iPhone. Um, I'm, I'm gonna glad
0: you're that. on your iPhone this evening.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I tried my best to be here. Uh, but, you know, once I get more established where I'm at, get my PC back, um, all that good stuff, I plan on making some YouTube videos and stuff. So I, I want to kind of dabble more into that. Um, I don't know how much more of my face I'm going to show, but, uh, you know, we'll see how, what, what, what kind of road it, it, we go down. I have done some YouTube in the past, just kind of playing around. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. I, I mean, I, I'm not really active on it anymore, just because of my current circumstances. But uh, I do plan on making some videos on YouTube or, or maybe kick or, or something like that in the future. Um, I love to I, I kind of love the podcast kind of, um, kind of feel. Uh I'm not I'm not the best public speaker, so I'm I'm not sure how I would be as like a as a as a host or anything. But I i definitely want to do something within this space.
0: Well, very good. We're glad to have you. Uh we appreciate appreciate you coming on this evening. Again, if you haven't uh found him already, uh go follow Doge Cuban on um Twitter and I think you'll have a good experience and uh he's very interactive. He'll he'll uh He'll give you some uh, feedback as well. So he's not in a high tower on Twitter. He's very responsive. Uh, very good. And I did want to give a just kind of a general update before we kind of close all of this. This is kind of for our listeners. Um, uh, we do have the 84 million shop, which I don't ever talk about. Um We have the chicken promo code at the top of the website. If you ever log on, which you can use for anything, it's 10% off immediately. We do have this shirt, the Nakamoto Standard uh, Bitcoin Litecoin Doge Embroidered Champion Tee. We've got a few other ones on there. Um, A lot of the other stuff we do have sold out, um, but there's stickers, there's coasters. um, And the next thing we're launching, or I should say relaunching, is... um, we're, we're very pleased to say that we're going to do a batch two of the Litecoin Coffee Club 100% Honduras um, roast, which is uh, roasted exclusively for $81 million in in Litecoin Coffee Club, uh, which is LitecoinCoffeeClub.com, also available at the 84 million, uh, dot millioncom shop. Um, the 100% Honduras is exactly that. It's a specialty coffee. It's non-blended, it's 100% Honduran. Um, if you go to the website landing page, uh, you can read all the specs regarding the roast, the tasting notes, etc. cetera. Um, batch one sold out back in January, early February, and uh, we should be roasting them in about two weeks with our friends uh, in Granada Hills, California, House Roots Coffee um, they're kind of ground zero for, for the coffee club. So, um, you, Mr. Cuban, I will send you a bag. So we'll, we'll arrange that as a thanks for you coming on the show. Um, everybody else we can, um, the landing page is up now, uh, on Litecoincoffeeclub.com. If you order between now and I believe it's May 15th, um, it'll be the same price as our first batch um plus shipping which hasn't changed after that time we're going to mark it up slightly just because of of market adjustments um, sadly in an in an inflationary environment things aren't getting less expensive <laughs> but i think you'll love the beans i think we've had really good feedback on batch 1 and i'm i'm just I'm glad to say uh, we're coming out with batch 2 so anyway that's it for me that's it for the show thanks for tuning in thank you again mr uh, mr cuban for coming on board And uh, with that, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye, sir. (laughs) Cheers. Bye-bye.